how I like to think of a sales page is it's a conversation with your audience on the why. Why are you going to use my coaching business? And um, that's all it is. So if you think about it like that, it actually makes it a little easier to figure out what needs to go in the sales page. Marketing doesn't have to be complicated. In fact, it can be quite simple. Hey, we're Allison and Peggy, two marketers who have a combined 30 plus years of diverse and in-depth marketing experience who love to help businesses find success with their marketing strategies. We teamed up to work hands-on with our clients every single day to teach you what works and what doesn't for marketing so you don't waste your time or money, all based on our real life experience. No matter where you're listening from, get ready to get loads of value to help put your business on the path to success with marketing tips that are tried, true, and really work. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey, and welcome to our very first bonus episode. How are you doing? This is Peggy, and it is just me. So Allison and I were discussing another way to get you even more just amazing and robust content was to actually split up, divide and conquer. And so every so often, she and I are going to um, bring it down a notch. It's going to just be one of us speaking to you. And we're going to get even more granular with the information that we're sharing. Since I'm copywriting and content, I'm going to be giving you really good information that will help you kind of uh, focus your content in. And then Allison will be focused on Facebook ads and strategy and things like that. And so we are hoping that by doing these bonus content episodes, that it will get you even more information that will be helpful for you as you start to move in your business. And with that being said, we also wanted to talk about our audience. Who are we speaking to? And when Allison and I first started this business, we were working with a lot of people from all different various walks of life, different coaching businesses, um, and then also different varying degrees of, you know, how much they've been doing this or, or experience levels. Um, some people were brand new. Some people have been doing this for several years. And so, um, what we felt like we could be really helpful in is helping those brand new people right out of the gate. So if you're in your very first year of doing your coaching business and you really are trying to figure out your marketing and what that means, then that's what we're hoping to help you with. So you will notice, especially on these bonus episodes, that the information we give can sometimes seem pretty rudimentary or elementary, if you will. Um, and that's on purpose because we don't want to assume that everyone just knows and understands marketing lingo or marketing content. You'll just have to excuse us that sometimes we're going to be probably over explaining something that you might already understand. But really, honestly, our new tagline that we've been focused on is we are coaching women coaches to reach their first 100K in their first year with a successful book a call funnel. So that's our focus. That's our audience. And I just wanted to make that very clear because, you know, if you're in your second or third year, yeah, of course we can still help you. Of course. But really who we think that we're speaking to are those women who have just decided to take the plunge and are 
in that sea of confusion and overwhelm, we're here to guide you through it. Okay. So without further ado, today's first episode is all about the sales page. Yay. Applause. I can hear you applauding. <laughs> um, okay. The reason I why I chose the sales page to be the very first topic is because across the board, every coaching client that I have met with has issues with the sales page. And I think there is a lot of really bad direction being given by other marketing agencies or companies. I think there's a lot of dis disagreeing opinions out there on what should be on a sales page, how much content, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then I also think that there's, especially when you're brand new, you just have no idea. And so it really is one of those things where people tend to throw everything everything and the kitchen sink into their sales page, thinking that that's an effective sales page includes all of it. And um, I'm just here to say that's not right. So here is, it's the world according to Peggy. And I know this because Allison and I, we feel very strongly about this. There are a lot of correct ways to do marketing. We are just one of the many voices out there that are here to talk to you about what marketing looks like. I can only give you what I know to be true, what I've seen to be effective and what has worked for me in my career. Um, and just so you know, like I have a almost 20 year career in the marketing industry. And I've been really, really lucky to work with some amazing brands. And in my career, I have learned from some of the very best marketers on the planet. And I feel lucky every day that I've had that journey. But that's why I love helping someone else because I've learned a lot. And I want to share that information with everyone else so that you too can take it and become successful in your own career. Um, because I really feel strongly about that. So, all right. So jumping into the sales page, here is where people get it wrong in two ways. One, they are either putting way too much content on it, or two, I can tell when somebody's using a template and it's not, templates aren't necessarily bad. The problem with it is, is that the person filling it in usually feels like they have to use every section of that template, even if it doesn't fit within their business. And so then what I see is people are trying to kind of force content into a sales page that doesn't belong there. And so then it doesn't feel focused. It doesn't feel like it has good direction to it. Um, and really how I like to think of a sales page is it's a conversation with your audience on the why. Why are you going to use my coaching business? And um, that's all it is. So if you think about it like that, it actually makes it a little easier to figure out what needs to go in the sales page. So I'm going to walk you step-by-step step through what needs to be on a sales page so that you um, have better direction there. First, we're going to talk about the above the fold is, is anything that you can see on your webpage before you start scrolling. So if I were to click onto any webpage and something were to pop up, I am currently looking at the above the fold section because it's anything that I'm seeing before I scroll. And it is my feeling that this is actually the most important piece of content that you will write 
in your entire business is this above the fold section. And the reason I say that is because people, especially when you're shopping online, are very, very finicky. They get frightened easily. They make very quick snap judgments on whether or not your business is something they're going to learn more about. And you literally get milliseconds before somebody says, oh, I don't like that. Or no, that's that's a scam or whatever. People can get scared really easily. So as a new business owner, you cannot afford to get this wrong because you will lose business if it's not done correctly. And so that's where you need this done well. So let's start talking about the elements of your above the fold section. So you need to have some kind of imagery that draws your client, your potential clients in. Um, Typical coaches will use imagery of themselves. They will hire a good photographer and take a lot of brand photos with them at the desk working or them coaching somebody or whatever. Um, you can go that route. You don't have to. It doesn't have to be that way. Um, it could be in, in other marketing world, um, that aren't coaches. A lot of times you will see imagery of somebody utilizing the product. So it will show the customer utilizing the product. And you could do that too. Um, and if you don't have any of the above and you don't have money for a photographer, you don't have, you know, then what I would recommend is using stock imagery that closely resembles the type of business that you are trying to run. So if you were to look at mapcoaching.net, that's my website. I built that one and I put it together myself. And you'll notice because Allison and I live in two different states. And when we met each other, we hadn't gotten together yet. So we didn't have a chance to take brand photos. So instead, what I did was utilize the idea that we have the name map as part of our coach, part of our name. And I went ahead and I used, you know, maps, like the imagery of maps as part of that, that imagery to, to pull it all together to kind of make it cohesive. That should be a good majority of what the person sees is that image. So that header image needs to be really well done. It needs to be high quality. Next, you need the best headline you have ever written. It needs to be who this business is for. It needs to be what this business is or does. And it needs to have some really powerful benefit language that tells somebody what they're going to walk away with. And it all needs to be done in about seven to eight words. (laughs) That sounds so easy, doesn't it? So let me give you a couple of tips on how to write this killer copy, okay? (laughs) So what you're going to do is start off with who it's for. So in our business, we are reaching women coaches. Okay. So somewhere you need to say something about who it's for. So, Hey, women coaches. Okay. Then you need to say what it is that you're doing. In our case, our business is we are helping women coaches reach their first hundred K, right? So you want to be able to say, I'm, we're going to help you accomplish something. Okay. And then the benefit is, is that you are going to have 
a successful book a call funnel with us when you're done. With the word successful being the focus. In that sentence, you need really powerfully descriptive words. They're describing words, adjectives that will pull the audience in with that promise. And the more visual you can make it, the better, um, because you want things that pop off the page. It needs to sound like something they cannot pass up, right? It's got to be that exciting. Um, and so the, the way you do that is with your adjectives, your descriptive words. Um, how do you do that? Right. And so depending on what kind of business you have, but what you could do is just write a list of benefits in front of you. It, my business helps somebody accomplish these three things and then pick maybe one or two of the most powerful ones and use that as your header sentence. So now you just need to compile it to where it just says very few things in very a very short amount of time. Um, because really you get, somebody may read that sentence. And really, honestly, if the visuals don't look good, they're probably going to bounce. So usually I tend to recommend to somebody, hire somebody that knows what they're doing. If you can afford it and it's in your budget, I would recommend hiring somebody that can build you a really beautiful uh, sales page. And then the last thing that you definitely need that I would always recommend is a CTA button. Now, if you're not familiar with the term and hopefully everybody is, but CTA stands for call to action. And that is, what do you want that person to do? Are you getting somebody to book a call with you? Are you getting someone to buy now? So whatever it is you want them to do goes in that button. So typically, and we teach book a call funnels. So that is, we're going to teach somebody to, to set up a call with you. So then there should be a button that says, book a call with me today or something. So anyway, there is your above the fold section. And it's really simple. It has those three elements. It needs a beautiful image. It needs a killer headline. And then it also needs that uh, call to action button. So once you have that, then the rest of it really is a conversation. Now, for time's sake, I'm not going to get into the weeds of every section that you need on your sales page. But here is an exercise that you can do today that would help you decide what is it that needs to be on that sales page? Which, which information? You are going to write a letter to your ideal customer. You are going to tell that person in this letter and write it out in letter format. Dear Mrs. So-and-so. I am writing today or, and make it even more personal. It doesn't have to be that. So here's your exercise. You are going to write a letter to your ideal customer and you're going to make it as personal as possible. So imagine that you are writing to a friend that you've known forever. So that way it's less, um, stiff or, uh, it's less corporate sounding. So make it really sound like, Hey, what's up? How are you doing? Hope things are well. Hey, I wanted to tell you about this thing. And then you kind of go into it. So it's like, Hey, I've noticed. So let's say, um, I'm doing it for my business. Okay. We are talking to women coaches. So it's like, Hey, 
I know that you're in your first year of business and that can be hard. And here's why I know that's hard. It can be confusing. It can be scary. It can be expensive. It can be like, you feel like you're all by yourself. Well, map coaching is here because these are the five ways that we are helping people in your position get the answers they need and get the guidance they need. So that letter should really be a heartfelt message to whoever you're speaking to about what you're trying to accomplish with your business. What are the promises you're making? What are the things that they are going to um, get if they utilize your business? So once you have that letter written out, then you're going to go through and you're going to highlight all of the sentences that I say pop off the page. The things that really stand out to you. What are the pain points that that person is dealing with? What are the fears? What are the, the, the really emotional pieces of why somebody would need your business? So those pain points are really the focus of how what you're going to say to be the answer to that. So the very next thing is you're going to highlight all the promises that you are making that are going to be an answer to those problems. So once you have that list of your two highlighted lists, the problems and the answers, that's what next goes on the sales page. Right under that above the fold section, you're going to want a very clear and concise paragraph that says just that. You are a business, a person that has this problem and I, my business is the answer to that problem. Let me show you how. And then the next section is you very clearly stating what it is that your business does to help. So, and here's my recommendation. Try to use as many visuals as possible. In fact, what I would recommend you do is go and Google um, you can even Google the sentence, uh, examples of amazing web pages and just go see that what you will notice is those are a lot of visuals that they pair with content so that it's not just paragraph after paragraph after paragraph. It's images and visuals paired together with text that that way it, someone stays with it a little longer. Okay. Um, and then the very last thing that you need to worry about is the ask. You need to put how much it costs. So really quickly, I want you to think about yourself. When you go to any sales page, what is the information that you are looking for? Well, I can guarantee you want to know if this is something that you want. Then secondly, the next thing that you care about is how much does this thing cost? Because if it's out of my price range, forget about it, right? Those are the very two things that people care about the most. And so ask yourself, when you go to a web page, do you go on, you look maybe at that above the fold section and see, yeah, this looks like it's for me, I'm interested. And then the very next thing you probably do is scroll down until you see a price right? Am I right? Because that's what we do. We don't have time to sit and read everything. Maybe if you're more interested in something than not, you'll go read a little more. But chances are you're headed straight for the end of that page because you want to know how much it costs. <laughs> and that's not abnormal. So think about it in terms that if nobody does anything other than 
look at that above the fold section and look at how much it costs, then when you build that section for how much does this thing cost, you need to make sure that you are putting the benefits right next to the price. So remind them, for this price, you are going to get these things, you'll get these deliverables from me, and you will also get peace of mind, happiness, you will get um, a killer website, you will get whatever the promise is. So make sure that when you are talking price, that you are pairing it with that promise. And that makes a really powerful ending to your web copy. Everything else that's in there, um, you need, you're going to need um, information about who you are. So a picture of you, especially if you're a coach, we need to know who you are. We need to know what makes you an expert in your field. So you need to put a bio on there. You're, if you have them, you need testimonials of somebody that you have helped out in the past that can speak to others on your behalf. So some kind of a testimonial. If you've got more than one, that's great. You can put a couple on there. Um, you're also going to need to be very clear with what the person gets. They, they're going to need to know the elements of your business. So if you're giving somebody as a coaching business, you're giving them a booklet and you're giving them videos and you're giving them how to's and you're giving like list all of that out. And in my, my feeling, you should do that with imagery, show them what that looks like. Don't just tell them. So anyway, those are the elements of a fantastic sales page. They need to be shorter than you think they do. Um, I've seen some extremely long sales pages that to me are so ineffective because nobody in their right mind would actually read all of that. You just wouldn't. So really what you're going to want to do is have somebody check you, ask someone else to look at the webpage and give honest feedback. Say, is it too long? Does it have too much copy somewhere? Is it, am I over explaining something? Is there a way to pare this down? Get someone else to help you with that feedback because it is so valuable to have a good sales page is so important. And, and this is what I do every day. So even if it's me, come find me. I'll help you because this is where I've helped so many businesses get this thing right so that they're maximizing the amount of, um, engagement that you have on your webpage. Because really at the end of the day, you need somebody clicking on that information, right? You want somebody going to the checkout page and saying, I'm ready. I want to do this. And so many business owners, especially new business owners, tend to get in their own way by, by doing too much or not doing the right elements to a sales page. So if you need help, seriously, let's talk. Like email me at Peggy at Map Coaching and say, hey, I need help let's do this, right? Like, let's talk. I, 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 it hurts me to think that there are people out there losing business hand over fist because their sales page is not ready to go. So this concludes my very first bonus episode. I hope it's been super helpful and I look forward to chatting with you again. 
We'd love to make your business our next success story. Visit mapcoaching.net for more information about our one-to-one coaching services. And follow us on Instagram and Facebook to be in the know on all things marketing.